One of the most important financial decisions that you can make is buying life insurance, especially if you have people who depend on your income. It could be a spouse, an aging parent, children, or even a business partner, which is why I recommend term life insurance from Policy Genius. It's cheap and easy to set up. And Policy Genius is where I went to to get my policy, and they made it so incredibly easy. I had a simple phone call, answered some questions, and I was completely set up. And with Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million worth of coverage. And some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's PolicyGenius.com. One of my favorite ways to invest is real estate, but not everyone wants to handle tenants and toilets. Enter Fundrise. They make it easy to invest in real estate with their flagship fund. Now, as always, you always have to carefully consider the investment objectives and risks of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. But right now, demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. And the Fundrise flagship fund plans on going on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes with just as little as $10 by visiting fundrise.com slash PFP. As always, carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at fundrise.com slash PFP. That's fundrise.com slash PFP. This is a paid advertisement. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Personal Finance Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, founder of MasterMoney.co. And today on the Personal Finance Podcast, we are doing the first episode of Money Q&A. If you want to send over your questions to me, the answer on Money Q&A, hit me up on Instagram at MasterMoneyCo or Spotify at MasterMoneyCo. And today... We have three awesome questions. The first question we're going to be answering is about what you should do if your company doesn't offer a 401k match. The next question is about the five-year rule and when you can withdraw your contributions from a Roth IRA. And the third one is what should you do if you're trying to save for a house and you also want to be saving in an IRA? Which one should you prioritize? So stay tuned because we have an awesome episode for you guys today. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, so here is the first question. What if my employer does not do a 401k match? Should I still invest? So if you've never heard our episode, The Stairway to Wealth, one of the biggest things we talk about in the stairway to wealth is the order to put your money. And we're also going to be coming out with an investing checklist with our new course, Index Fund Pro, that is going to have the order to put your money for investments as well. Now, the stairway to wealth is a free printable. I'll link it up below so you can check that out. But the stairway to wealth tells you the exact order to put your money. So the order we recommend once you start to get to the investing levels is the 401k match, then the Roth IRA or HSA, then back to the 401k. Now, that's the first three levels of investing that we talk about there. Now, the 401k match is because the 401k match is free money. But within this question, 
She does not have a 401k match. So what do you do? Well, anytime you're looking at the stairway to wealth and you don't have an option available to you, what you do is you just jump to the next step. So jumping to the next step means that she would jump to the Roth IRA or if she has a Roth 401k, that's even better. Or the HSA, which you need a high deductible health plan to qualify for an HSA. Now we like these before the 401k for a number of reasons. First of which is with a Roth IRA, money goes in and it's taxed. Then the money grows tax-free and you can pull the money out tax-free. Now, the beautiful thing about this is the growth of your money within a Roth IRA is the majority. So if you invest $500 a month into a Roth and get an 8% rate of return over the course of 35 years, at the end of that 35 years, you'd have a million bucks. But within that million dollars, $875,000 is going to be tax-free money because that's the growth of your money. And the remainder of their money, 200,000 and change, I don't do public math, is the amount of money that you actually contributed. So this is something that understanding that the growth of your money is gonna be the majority, especially if you have a long time horizon, is why I love the Roth IRA so much. Now the other option that we talk about is the HSA, which is short for health savings account. You're gonna be saying to yourself, well, how is a health savings account something that's great for retirement? The HSA is a way for you to actually get money by contributing money tax-free, the money grows tax-free, and you can pull the money out tax-free. So the amazing thing about the HSA is it's actually a super retirement account because it has the triple tax benefits. Money goes in tax-free, it grows tax-free, and you can pull the money out tax-free. So you can invest these dollars into a health savings account. Now, when you pull the money out, you have to have a qualified medical expense. Now, there's a long list of these that the IRS has. It's things from even if you have mouth sore mouthwash, you can get an HSA write-off on that. And the cool thing about the HSA is there's no time limit to when your transaction was made for a qualified medical expense. So you can have a medical receipt for something that was 30 years ago and utilize that to pull money out of your HSA. So what a lot of people do is they use this as a retirement account. They get money into their HSA, let it grow, and save their receipts over time so when it's time to retire, they can start pulling money out of the HSA completely tax-free. Now, this is a really cool strategy and a lot more people should be doing this. So this is why we have it at the same level as the Roth level. Now, the cool thing about the Roth level is that you have either or options. Now, some people don't qualify for either or options. With an HSA, like I said, you have to have a high deductible health plan. And with the Roth IRA, you have to be able to qualify with your income. So if you make too much money, then you don't qualify. And it goes up every single year. If you're a married couple, it's at 214,000. And there's a bunch of things in between that you have to understand. And at the single level, Last I checked, it was somewhere around $140,000 and it changes every single year. I'll leave a link down below so you can check out the latest income limits, but just understand that that is exactly how it works with those income limits. Then we jump to the 401k once we max out both of those. So that is the stairway to wealth. That is the order that we believe putting your money in, especially if you don't have that 401k match, then just jump to the Roth level. And if your company offers a Roth 401k, that's even better than the Roth IRA because you get more money into the Roth 401k. So now if you prefer the 401k over a Roth or an HSA, then more power to you because investing those dollars in tax deferred accounts is still extremely powerful. We just like the Roth IRA and HSA at Master Money a little bit more. So here's the next question. Are Roth contributions deductible without penalty if under 59 and a half and in the account for less than five years? So the key thing that we're talking about here is the five-year rule within a Roth IRA. And the five-year rule works a number of ways, but to answer the question short and quick, you can withdraw contributions from a Roth IRA 
anytime tax-free, penalty-free contributions, money that you put in to the Roth IRA. However, you may have to pay taxes and penalties on earnings in your Roth IRA if you pull it out early. Now, you know that we talk about this all the time. Never interrupt compound interest unnecessarily. So if you can avoid doing this at any and all costs, absolutely try to avoid pulling out money out of a retirement account early because you can't get that money back in there later on. You lose that year when you pull the money out. But if you absolutely have to, maybe you're trying to get out of really bad credit card debt or you're trying to get out of a really bad situation, then maybe you're going to have to do that. And if you have to do that, you can withdraw the money that you contributed penalty and tax free. But the Roth IRA has something called a five-year rule, which says you cannot withdraw earnings tax free until it's been at least five years since you first contributed to the Roth IRA account. So this rule applies to everyone who contributes to a Roth IRA, whether they're 59 and a half or 105 years old. It doesn't matter how old you are. This rule literally applies to everyone within that range. Now, if you withdraw money earlier than that five-year rule, it can trigger the 10% penalty plus taxes. So you want to make sure that you're not doing that if you can avoid it whatsoever. Now, there are some exceptions to that, and I'll get into some of the exceptions in a second because there are exceptions, and it's usually when you're in a bad situation where those exceptions actually apply. So the key thing to understand here is you can withdraw contributions. You cannot withdraw earnings. Earnings are the big key here. So if your money made money, then you can't pull that money out. At the time I'm recording this, you can max out a Roth IRA for $6,000 a year. So every time you put $6,000 into the Roth IRA, you can withdraw that $6,000 out. But if your $6,000 grows to $7,000 next year, you cannot pull $7,000 out you will be penalized on that $1,000 by 10% in addition to taxes. So understanding that is incredibly important. Now, if you're younger than 59 and a half, how can you withdraw earnings? Well, if you've owned a Roth IRA for less than five years, you'll generally owe a 10% penalty if you withdraw any earnings. But there is ways to avoid the penalty, but not the income taxes. So you're always gonna get taxed on the money, but there are ways to avoid the penalty if you meet one of the following exceptions. One of which is, if you're withdrawing up to $10,000 to buy your first home. Now, this is actually a really cool thing because if you withdraw $10,000 to buy your first home, first being the key word, then you may be able to avoid the 10% penalty. If you're withdrawing up to $5,000 in the year after the birth or adoption of your child, you can also potentially avoid the penalty, the 10% penalty. You'll still have to pay taxes on the money or if the withdrawal is also for a qualified education expense. So these are things that people don't talk about with the Roth IRA that you can do. Sometimes you can utilize the Roth IRA for qualified education expenses. And with all of these, you wanna make sure you're talking to your accountant. If any of these qualify for you, don't just go out and do it. Make sure you're actually talking to an accountant to ensure that you can do it within your specific situation. You can also withdraw for unreimbursed medical expenses in excess of 7.5% of your adjusted gross income for the year. So if you have massive medical expenses, you can also withdraw for that reason in excess of 7.5%. Or if the withdrawal is for a disability, you can withdraw if it's for health insurance premiums while you're unemployed. You can avoid the penalty if the withdrawal is made to a beneficiary of your estate after your death. So there's a bunch of different ways that you can withdraw earnings without that penalty, but I will leave a link down below so you can check that out if you're under the age of 59 and a half. Now, if you're over 59 and a half and you've owned the account for five years and you don't have to worry about that whatsoever, but if you're younger than 59 and a half, there are a number of ways to get the money out. We've talked about ways to get money out of a Roth IRA if you retired early. So if you're interested in that, we have an episode on that. I'll leave a link down to that in the show notes as well. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. And if you need to hire, you need Indeed because Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. And they have a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash personal finance. Just go to Indeed.com slash personal finance right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash personal finance. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The key to winning in any business is making sure you have the right business partner. An example is Procter & Gamble or Ben & Jerry. But what about the perfect partners when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to, did we just hit a million dollars stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. And most people know one of your biggest struggles when it comes to starting an online business is finding new customers and Shopify can help you do that. And what I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash PFP, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash PFP now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash PFP. Have you been using Mint for your finances? Well, there's been some mixed reviews, and Mint is winding down, transitioning users to Credit Karma, which frankly isn't as comprehensive. But don't worry, because I've found a fantastic alternative that I've been loving called Monarch Money. And Monarch is a top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. And you can create custom budgets, you can track your progress towards financial goals, and my favorite part, you can collaborate with your partner. And now, listeners for this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to Monarch money.com slash PFP. And after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners to this show will get that extended 30 day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash PFP. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash PFP for your extended 30 day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash PFP. Now is a great time of year to get your finances in order. And no matter what your financial goals are this year, when you use Chime's online checking account, you can cross all those financial to-dos off your list. Chime's online checking account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-fee overdraft up to $200. Plus, get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go 24-7. And you get access to over 60,000 ATMs. So start building your credit and open a Chime checking account with at least $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Get started at chime.com slash PFP. That's chime.com slash PFP. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcorp Bank, NA, or Stride Bank, NA, members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. 
All right, the next one. I am trying to save for an IRA, but actively searching for a home. Any tips? So this is a classic struggle. And this is a classic struggle that is juggling multiple savings goals. And the thing about juggling multiple savings goals is you only have so much money coming in. So maybe you have a bunch of different savings goals. You wanna save for your emergency fund. You wanna start investing your money. You wanna buy a house. You wanna save for a wedding. You wanna save for your kid's college. You have all these goals in place right in front of you. And you're trying to figure out, well, which one do I go for? But what you wanna do is make sure you prioritize and put these savings goals in an order because the most important thing needs to be at the top and you need to devote the most money towards the most important thing. So something like this scenario where you're trying to figure out, should I be investing my extra dollars or should I save the money for a down payment? I will always opt to invest for my future instead of trying to save for a house because a house is actually a luxury. A house is not a necessity to build wealth. There's a lot of really wealthy people who rent houses, but it is something where you have to save for your future. So to save for your future, the thing that I would at least do is if you're trying to decide between these two scenarios is I would at least hit the MIG or your minimum investment goals. So for example, if the baseline, the minimum amount you need to retire is a million bucks, then at least be socking away enough money to retire with a million dollars. And then if you really wanna have actually more in retirement, at least hit that minimum number so that you can take care of the present as well. But making sure you have that financial baseline taken care of so that you can have money going towards your financial future, then going out and buying the house would be the order that I would look at doing that. Now, I know it's tough to do in practice. This is much easier to say than to do because everyone wants to buy a house. A lot of people wanna have home ownership, the American dream, all of those things. But just understanding that if you can take care of yourself first, then go out and make sure that you have the things that you want. If you can do that, you can build a lot of wealth in this life. And understanding that psychological mindset shift is going to be a major factor for you because changing your mindset to thinking about your future instead of the present is the way to build wealth. It's one of the best ways to do this. But it is really hard to do. Let's get real. Your boy's getting real here. This is really hard to do. So thinking through this, making sure that your future is in place first and then going and saving for the down payment is the order that I would do this. And so prioritizing is number one. Make sure you prioritize everything you want in your savings goals. And then right after that, then you can go out and figure out, hey, do I have enough money saved for retirement? Yes, now I can start saving for my down payment. Yeah, you can also look at down payment options for lower down payments if you're interested in that too. If it's your first home, you can do an FHA loan or you can do a traditional loan with a low down payment so that you can get into the house at a much lower down payment as long as you can afford it. Now, affordability, how much can you afford? Well, we recommend 30% or less of your gross income should be towards housing. Now, preferably, I'd like you to have much less. 30% is the max if you live in a really expensive city or something like that. But preferably, we'd like you to have much less going towards housing because if you can get to, let's say, 20% range, then you're really pursuing financial independence. You're gonna put yourself in a much better situation by doing that. So that's my answer. I would go after your retirement account first, then pursue the down payment on the house. So that's a wrap for this money Q&A. If you wanna ask me a question, hit me up on Instagram at mastermoneyco or on TikTok at mastermoneyco, and you will have a chance to submit your question in for money Q&A. And we're gonna be doing this more frequently as a bonus episode. So make sure if you have a question that you wanna send in, you send it in to me. And right now, like I said, we're doing it on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you on the next episode.
everyone's heard the saying, you have to spend money to make money. But everything in life, from travel to starting a business, is expensive. Which is why I want to tell you about a new podcast I love that will teach you all the tactics, tricks, and tips you need to upgrade your life, money, and even travel, all while spending less and saving more. It's called All the Hacks, and it's a top-ranked show hosted by my good friend Chris Hutchins, a financial optimizer, an entrepreneur who's racked up millions of points, and he sold two companies. And if you want to rethink the way you're spending money, you have to check out the episode 91 with Bill Perkins and why you should be optimizing for net fulfillment and not net worth and striving to die with zero. All the Hacks has something for everyone, and I'm sure you'll find a new tactic that you can apply to your own life, whether it's a money hack that increases your net worth or a routine change that boosts your productivity. So check out All the Hacks. That's All the Hacks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your wallet will thank you later.